the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Good afternoon, good day, good morning, whenever you listen to this. My name is Witch Dragon, and I am your host for the One Drunk Hope Podcast. As you can see by the title, we will be discussing witches and warlocks. Now let me state, I don't know if I have to state it, but I will state it. This isn't about a role-playing fictional or any of that. Not that there's anything wrong with fictional stuff, I'm just making a point. This is not what this is about. I don't know if I need to say that, but I'm going to say it as a disclaimer. Furthermore, also as a disclaimer, I will re- I'm will i going to read from Merriam-Webster's dictionary, well, at least online anyway, but I'm also going to talk about from my opinion slash viewpoint. I will let you know which is which, and of course, obviously everyone has the right to disagree with what I'm saying. That's okay. I've come to realize over the years, if we all agreed all the time, Frankly, I don't know if we'd learn anything, and I think the world would be kind of boring, don't you think? That being said, just because we don't agree necessarily doesn't mean we can't be respectful, and sometimes simply agreeing to disagree is okay. So, I just want to get my disclaimers out, and of course, I will try once again to point out which is my opinion or quote personal gnosis. And versus what I'm reading from courtesy of Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Just so you know. Not to be patronizing, I just want to make sure I'm being as transparent as I can. To the best of my ability. Okay, and I'll try to keep my repeating to a minimum. But I'm also not going to promise that I will. I'm going to try. Alright, so let's move along quickly. So first I want to thank Wisdom, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever my podcast is at. Thank you for your support. Thank you for giving me a platform. Furthermore, thank you most of all to my listeners, to my supporters. I appreciate each and every one of you. And for your time, because you don't have to be here. You could be giving your time to somebody else. So I thank you. No matter how long you stay, I thank you. Okay, so quickly we're going to Here's exactly what's going to happen in the agenda. Everyone ready? Okay. I'm going to go over a quick review of some of the shows I've been watching. I'll try not to spend too much time on that. Then I'm going to read an article. It's only going to be one today, I promise. And then we'll get right to the point. So, like I said, I'll try and keep it real quick. But I'm also not going to promise anything. But first, we're going to do quick, quick, quick housekeeping. So let me get to it before I ramble on for half an hour about that. Okay. So, Thank you all for your support. That's step one, always. If you would like to get in contact with me, either to book a reading or to donate to my PayPal or anything, or suggest shows or products or send samples, please email me at psiwork101 at yahoo.com. Okay, now let's get cracking. Thank you for your time and your support. Told you I'm going to keep it quick. Okay, I think I mentioned on my other show that. I watched RuPaul's Drag Race. This week was pretty good. It was actually pretty awesome. I mean, it was a little different. They, RuPaul is coming up with twists to keep the show fresh.
trash. I'll give her that. And I can't really say I had a problem with it. So all in all, it was a very good above middle of the road show or episode. So good for them. Okay. Now I, I don't know. I don't think I watched episode three of New Jersey Housewives. So we're gonna quickly go over this. And I'm not gonna go scene by scene. I'm just gonna give you pretty much give you my take on on the show overall. So let's go. Okay. So. Teresa and Melissa get into a fight, blah, blah, blah. You know how they are. I get it. Hey, in my opinion, I think both of them had good points. Both of them are right or wrong. Who knows really what this dynamic is in real life? I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know them from a can of paint. I didn't come up with that saying. I got that from Lovely T on her show on YouTube when I watched it. But, you know, whatever. Anywho. So, then Joe and Louie, in between all that, at Guy's Night, got into it. Was that, was that this week? I don't know. It all runs together. Basically, episode two of season 13 basically was Jackie was looking up, I think, Danielle. Not stop, but the new Danielle. Looking up her outfit, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Was that, I don't, anyway, the point is, basically, people were doing stuff, and, and Rachel was talking about how her son is technically her stepson. But they're so close, and people wonder, because how is he your son if she's only 31? Even though people should mind their own business, she does have a point about that. But basically, technically, he's her stepson. But really, I think her mind and her heart, that's her son. So my mind and my heart, for her, that's her son. Period. Anywho. So moving on. So basically, Jennifer and Dolores still aren't friends. They're still fighting, blah, blah, blah. And then she got into a Margaret at the Mozzarella making party, whatever. All these parties. Hey, I love it. Good for them. Anywho, so so basically, long drawn out, annoying story short, as per usual, which is partly why we all love them as a guilty pleasure, they all got into it in varying times and varying parts of the show. Okay, so I basically give it a solid B so far, and well, there you go. Again, I, I'm, I'm not going to go over word for word, place for place, what happened in the episode, just my opinion overall. I think it was a pretty solid episode. I mean, per Jersey. I mean, you know I love seeing the guys, so I'm more concerned about that. And, of course, Jennifer, I think in between was it? Well, I don't know. Anyway, so there you go. So we're moving We're moving right along. So I give it a solid B. All right. Now, I'm sorry if I talk too fast. I apologize, but I figured I tend to ramble on if I don't kind of keep myself moving along like a little without getting distracted like a little cat with a little laser beam, so, bam. All right, so here's the article. Let me see how long is it. Yeah. Not long. So, okay, good, good, good. Now, okay, I'm going to tell you where I, where I can get it from for people who won't be able to get links. So you can, go, you can look at it without my commentary. Okay, and the link is www.msn.com. If you look up TV news and the view audience loudly gasp, Joy Behar. There you go. So if you just look up Joy Behar on MSN.com, most likely you'll be able to find the article. Okay. So, here we go. I'm going to read the headline because it's really a relatively short article. And there is video, so you can watch it too if you don't really want to read all that. But I'm going to read it. I'm not going to play it just because I don't know if I get in trouble, even though I'm giving full credit to them. And it certainly didn't come from me. But let's not chance it. So, let's get cracked. 
The View audience loudly gasped when Joy Behar suggests Trump voting East Palestine or Palestine got what was coming. That's who you voted for. Ooh, those are fighting words in and of itself. Okay, so who was the story by? Let me make sure I give credit. Story by Caleb Howe. H-O-U-E. Howe. And it was yesterday at 2.44 p.m. Okay, so let's get cracking into this. Okay. All right. I'll do my best to read a little slower here. Audience at ABC's The View gasped on Thursday after co-host Joy Behar said in a discussion about the East Palestine train derailment disaster that being unsafe was what they voted for. Oh. Whew. We're just starting off with fighting words, I see. As the show's host was talking about the political ramifications of and culpability for the disaster in Ohio, as well as, well as Republican Transportation Secretary Pete Pete, I called him Pete, I'm sorry, y'all. Pete Buttigieg's handling of the situation. Behar brought up the fact that residents of the district where the derailment happened voted for Donald Trump. Okay. I gotta stop for a second because y'all, I promise not to make it too political. I'm gonna keep it real clear. I didn't vote for the person. I don't like him politically, I don't know him as a person, so I'm not going to comment negatively about him. So I'm going to keep that to myself. But, I still, so far, just hearing this, and I'm hoping she didn't mean it quite the way it sounds, but I don't like that. In my opinion, I mean, I guess she has the right to hers, but. Long enough pause, but ooh, I, I I I can't even talk about it. Again, I'm not supporting him, but I don't like that just outright she said it like I, I ooh, mm. and I'm with her sometimes, not all the time. Moving on, Alyssa or Alyssa, yeah, I think it's either Alyssa or Alisa, whatever. Sarah, I shouldn't say whatever, but I, I'm either looking at Alyssa or Alisa. I think it's Alyssa, but whatever. Moving on, Sarah Griffin. Griffin, that one I got right, was pointing out that Norfolk Southern gives large donations to both parties and added that Central Ohio is Trump Town, which led to the comment from Behar about the official agenda. Again, that may very well prove that they, don't, they still don't deserve that. I'm sorry, they really don't. Okay, let me continue because it's really not that long. Uh, I don't know why they would ever vote for him, for somebody who, by the way, he plays someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office, said Behar. Again, I'm going to try not to make this long, even though I'm kind of breaking my word on that one. Sorry about that. Mm, they still don't deserve that, though. They really don't. But okay. 
okay, okay, Behar, I don't know. They don't deserve that, though. No matter who they vote for. But, all right. People think I'm extreme. Well, maybe I am, but I'm that way. Anyway, we're moving on. That's who, that's who you voted for in the chapter, says she said, pointing directly into the camera. Donald Trump, who reduces all states. Moving on. Audience audibly gasped in reaction to Behar's comments on part of the show. As they headed to the break room, co-host Sonny Houston said, or how, how, I think it's how, H-O-S-T-I-N-S, I don't know how. Anyway, said, I think this is Donald Trump's fault. It's his fault, and then he shows up, agrees Behar, referring to Trump just dropping in on the situation. This week, he gives remar- short, short remarks as his 2024 campaign continues to spin up. Moving on, moving on, this isn't, I'm not going to bring nobody. Watch the clip in the view via ABC's The View, and you can probably watch it on this website, in the post. Well, anyway, you get the idea. It, yeah, it really works. Again, if you want to look at the clips, go to ABC. I'm sure it's there. Or msn.com. If you just type in the view audience loudly gasp, enjoy Behar. One way or the other, you will find it. And, of course, there's also Mediate in here. I think the link the logo is in this article anyway. Okay. I ain't got nothing else to say after that, y'all. So we're going to move right along to the... Sorry, we're going to move right along to the main event. Hold on a second. And this is the last thing I'm going to say about Trump the Bear. Listen, I don't want him to be president again. I don't really like who's in office 100% either. Frankly... I think it would be necessary to have other people. In my opinion, I don't care which party, someone outside the two main parties would be nice. Again, that's just my opinion. Who knows if they'd be any better? But I still do not think it is anyone in Ohio's fault what happened. And they need our compassion, no matter who they voted for. I honestly can't, y'all. I honestly cannot even take it. Like they're all real. Listen, I get it. But <clears throat> moving on, moving on, because this is not a political show. And I like to keep it that way. I really don't like talking about politics. I know this is BS alone. But okay, girl, I guess. All right. Anyway, I said I said my point. Whether I'm right or wrong is whatever. I'm probably wrong. But oh my god. I'm gonna, I need to ground a second, y'all. I need to take a quick couple deep breaths. Please excuse me. Because, just now. Okay, and we're back. Okay, I didn't need as big a grounding as I thought, but... Okay, we're just gonna move on. So finally to the main event. But again, if you want to go look up that, you can go to MSN.com and look up Joy Behar or The Loud Gas or ABC and look up, watch the video if you want. I'll post it. Okay. And we're done. For those of you who won't get links, I'm doing this live on Wisdom right now. So anyway, now that I'm done repeating the same thing again, because I empathize, let's begin with the definitions of Warlock and then we'll go from there. 
Warlock, courtesy of Wikipedia. And I'm, and I'm only reading just the brief snippet of Wikipedia. If you want to look up the whole definition of it, you can go on Wikipedia. Alright, so here's a part of it. It says, male practitioner of magic. A warlock is a male practitioner of witchcraft. Okay. And I'm, and I'm looking at some of this snippet on Bing.com. And, of course, if you want to do that yourself, do your own searches. You can just type in warlock and bam, there you go. Or Google, too. I guess it doesn't really matter which one you do. But I'm just getting it from Bing right now. Bing right now. So, okay, moving on. And then part of... Well, we'll go over it again. I'm only going to read part of a little bit more of Wikipedia. So I'm not going to read the whole thing. We're going to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. All right. So the most common... So warlock. Courtesy of Wikipedia, or at least I'm reading part of Wikipedia, which I just said, so I just want to make sure I'm citing exactly what source I'm getting it from, just so you know. Even if it's, I'm just reading snippets. Okay. The most commonly accepted etymology derives warlock from the Old English warloka, warlika, war, no, weirloka, oh god, I forget what that's called. Hopefully. I'll spell it W-A-R-C-O-W-A-E-R-L-O-G-A. There you go. Anyway. Which meant breaker of oaths or deceiver, and was given special application to the devil around well, uh, ten thousand or ten hundred or one thousand, whatever, in early in, in early modern times. I'm I think I read that wrong. But look that up in Wikipedia, and you know, without my commentary, there you go. Okay. The word came to be used as the male equivalent of witch, which can be Male or female, according to them. Okay. Now we head to, and again, if you want to look that up, you can look through Google or Bing, or Microsoft Bing, or Wikipedia for the rest of that. All right, moving on. Now we go to Merriam-Webster, which we will be reading some of the things again, some emphasis, and then we'll, then we'll get into the personal stuff. All right. I think I said that, so let me just read this correctly. Warlock, noun, synonyms of warlock, a man, a man practicing the black art, according to them, sorcerer, compared to witch, or compared with conjure, one, two, okay, example sentences, recent examples on the web. Congress in your best witch or warlock costume, <laughs> you better love how that, how that happened, Luna gives a quiet, a, a Inquirer, here, Inquirer 26, October 2023. Okay, and we have a guest. Yay! Yeah. Right. Keeps it exciting. We can always go back to that later. Okay. This is interesting. Let's go. Hello. Good. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Um, Joshua, um, sometimes they call me Harlan, you boy, nice on here. You. Okay, beautiful, nice to meet okay. you. Beautiful, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Um, 25 calling in from Orangeburg, South Carolina, but other than that, you know, that's um, just a little general information about me. But witches and warlocks, right? And it's a good thing to which they're not really too populated out here because. I think really dangerous as I think, like, as I know them to be. I mean, I believe the only difference between them is a warlock is a male witch, and a witch is a, 
is a you know just a witch. Um, if I may, uh, I just want to make sure I'm not interrupting you because I don't like interrupting people. Um, it's debatable. Depends who you talk to. Kind of moved ahead a little bit in that, but that's all right. That's all right. We got to keep the show lively. So, all right. Most people in the community don't use the term warlock and all true. Some people do. Most people don't. There Most actually seems to be a debate on that. on that. Most people don't Most like it. People don't like consider it. the term warlock anymore, honestly, depending who you talk to. But some people do. Most in most situations is considered which to a genderless term for male or female. However, since while I'm doing the show, there does seem to be debate about that, and I wanted to go into that. Once I read that, once, once I'm I read reading from Merriam-Webster's dictionary, go over the general definition. If you will. Hopefully that made sense, and I explained it correctly. But that's basically. Oh, oh, truly, truly, please, please, uh, share. Yeah. So that's where that's so that's. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Okay, I'm back. Lucky that was only a mini brain freeze. Okay, so basically, to make a drawn-out story short, if I may, most male practitioners of witchcraft don't really use the term warlock. Some do, and and most and and the some that do usually have good reasons for what I think. I've asked them a few times, but most don't use that term. However, most you either use who if they're Wiccan, Wiccan, but if they don't practice Wicca and they're just practice witchcraft, then most witches who are male just use the term witch. Or what other terms that may fit them. So that's the short end of it. Okay. So, um, and, and, and I, I can kind of understand that to which was going to bring me to, you know, what the, the uh, deeper debate to which I did want to try to, you know, and try to get the perception of others because usually okay. all the warlock is and even though it might not be accepted for um societies in regards to how people personally feel about it and their acceptance of what it truly means i just think it just shows the non-acceptance of society you know the anti-conformity that the perception of a warlock was lesser than a witch you know just because of i guess gender types to which doesn't really apply then when you really look at Grandolf the gray from the lord of the rings and that's a very dangerous man you know for a warlock or a wizard you know and that's something else we didn't really get into because if we still try to figure out what's a warlock and a wizard then well a warlock and a witch what, what would be the warlock and the Wizard. Um, okay. Um, I'll do my best to answer your question, but again, keep in mind, I don't... I'll just do my best, but also don't take my... All I'm saying is gospel. Either take it with a grain of salt and, you know, you get the idea. You know, use good judgment. I'm sure you do. I'm not implying otherwise. I just want to make sure I, I give you my disclaimer real quick. Okay. From what I understand... Now, some men who I think who call them, because, again, that's a slightly another debate, but basically how I choose to look at it, or at least how I understand it, is it how I understand it, if I can not explore, that would be nice, is that there are some men who practice wizardry, not entirely speaking, or even calling it witchcraft, which is fine, and who 
probably don't necessarily think of it as a spiritual or religious practice per se. That would be my guess. And wizardry in real life would be a little bit different, I would presume, in, in witchcraft, from what I understand. So that may be the slight difference between a wizard and a warlock. And I would even go a slight one step further with sorcery. Again, I, in my opinion, I don't think that it, I won't say it doesn't matter, because, you know, people have to do what's right for them. But, and it, not every type of magic is the same thing. So that's why I think when it comes to a difference between being, quote, unquote, a warlock for those who do use the term, and for those who are wizards, I think that would be the difference. Based on what I understand. Could I be wrong? I'm sure I could. But that's based on what I understand. Now, if I find differences in that, then of course, knowing me, I'll probably do a part two. But that's how I understand it in a general sense. Outside of looking up in the dictionary what that means today. If it, hopefully I answered your question. Hopefully. Um, and honestly, and I think I could be, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I say we can agree to which when it comes down to the real what is better and what it all depends on who really the person is you know all we know is from looking at critical thinking that there is a power structure now being able to figure out what is the true power scale to which you know we can probably comprehend notice that we probably won't know what witches and warlocks is it's hard for me to pull magic off in front of people i've done it before but not magic but um the impossible, like just light of hand, something to which somebody truly believed couldn't be possible because of, um, you know, not being open-minded to probably different levels of the understanding of this belief or what these type of nouns are. Right. I mean, that would make sense. I mean... I'll be honest with you. Not that I think anything you said was wrong. Just let me make sure I point that out. I I don't really follow stage magicians at that point. I, I'm sure that's not exactly what you meant. I'm sure you're just using it as an example or going along those lines. I get it. That part may have eluded me a little bit, but I'm just, I guess, outside of that, I could see your point. I mean, I don't necessarily think of it that way, but that doesn't mean there couldn't be for some people, and I'm not saying they're role-playing. I mean, that could be very well true. What do I know? There is always stuff that I don't know. So, you could be very well correct. For Anyway, you get the idea. So, I can at least see somewhere where you're, where you're going with that. Which is interesting. So, my question is... Yes, I'm sorry. Now, I can understand... I can understand witches and warlocks, right? And, and there's a lot of different beliefs different ways of life that's easier to accept and can be able to be forcefully accept if it truly wants to demonstrate itself. You know I mean? It does cause some problems, but, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. The only probably wizard I know or a warlock I can actually know of, I know Harry Potter, the movie Harry Potter, and even though that's a fictional movie, um, it's about wizards. These are wizards here. You go to the uh, Hogwarts, the school of wizardry. Not witches. But when you look at Lord of the Rings and their depiction of 
how good sorcerers was because it was more of the understanding of that hierarchy of recognition of power, understanding, and your implications of, you know, this so-called energy. You know, it doesn't matter if it's magic, if it's key, if it's chakras, if it's you just actually just doing alchemy or just sleight of hand. But to be able to pull things out that would seem uh, doable because of your responsibility of how you do it and the routine of it, to be able to pull it out to use for the right reasons, yada, 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 you know, with show that hierarchy, like, how would you feel about that? Like, do you feel as though witches would have a more responsibility of maintaining their energy compared to fel- uh, 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 warlocks? Um, okay, uh, I'll do my best to answer your question. If you lose time, just call back. Um, that being said, debatable. I mean, I think I definitely think everyone, whether witches who are male or female, because most witches, you know, is a gender neutral term at this point. But I think everyone's responsible for their own magic, their own energy, and their, what they do with it. So, in that sense, yes. But to gatekeep for anyone else, eh, not so much. In my opinion. Other people definitely feel differently about that. And I'm sure a lot of people disagree with some of, if not a good amount of what I'm talking about. But that's fine. I hope I'm answering your question. Again, if you want to call back, that's fine. Please do. Uh, but to answer your question, which I hope I am, because I think I'm getting a little too many tangents. Bottom line, partially, I think that's true. At least for themselves. As for anyone else, or trying to gatekeep someone else's magic or what they do, no. Not necessarily. Unless they're in their coven, maybe. Or unless they're teaching them. Possibly. Oh, thank you for the follow, Joshua. Or name you prefer me to call you. But, ultimately, yes and no. Let me just make it simple. Yes and no. If they're basically if they're in someone's group, possibly, but if they're not in anyone's group, and it's just in general, then no. No, I don't. But for themselves, ultimately, one has to watch out for their own actions, magically or not. So if you'd like to call back, great. I would appreciate the Discord. Otherwise, I'm gonna finish reading this article and you know you can call back anytime because we're gonna be here for a little bit. Alright. Hopefully I answered that question without repeating myself 20 billion times. That could get annoying. But I thank you for the support, everyone. Okay, so we're going to start a little over. Because we do have more ground to cover. You know, I skipped ahead a little bit, but not necessarily. Alright. Alright, starting over. Come dressed in your best witch or warlock costume, according to what's written here. Luann Gibbs, Inquirer. <laughs> 26 October... 2022. So it wasn't that far away. Almost married with the sickness. Sorry, I'm going to skip some of this. No, no, actually, I'm just going to spell what I can't pronounce. So, be ready on that. I-Y-E-N-D-A-R playing as one of the one-eyed elf celestial warlock named Zero. I'm going to skip that. Off one step ahead of Stark. Asking for 
tangent of this tangent on die, both based on her actions in the game. Anna Nicol Nicola, Cleveland, 27th May 2023. That must have been based on a game. Some battle in the middle. Okay, but you get the idea. Here you see an example of a good fictional warlock story. Okay, what did Dracula say when the witch and the warlock started killing? Julia Lodlum, Country Living, 20, July 20th, 2023. Now we're getting off the Wanda Maximoff. Maximoff, there we go. As the offspring of Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Alston, and Vision Paul Bittany, twins are po poised to continue the family le legacy in the adventures. Billy with warlike powers, much like his mother and Tommy with super speed like his father. Sydney Ottoman, The Hollywood Reporter, July 19, 2023. Will Marnie be able to stop the, his warlock, warlock plan to turn every human into their costume on Halloween night? Elizabeth Berry, Woman's Day. Okay, you get the idea. July 19, 2023. I guess you'd all skip it from before. Just make sure I make that clear. Don't, I don't make that clear. I skip it. The warlock's pot stocked with calling the kettle brimming with simplicity black. Nick, ah, my lord, uh, I'm going to spell his name, y'all. C-A-N-E-P-A-C-L-L-U-M-N-I-S-T, San Diego, Union Tribune, May 21st, 2023. Four childhood friends who took oath together have chosen different paths, but their loyalties are tested when a young warlike appears threatening destruction. D-E-R-A-C-R-O-U-Z is also the center of a Mexico's witchcraft industry, which peaked in the 1960s when a local warlock, Gonzalo A-G-U-I-R-R-E, Peck, or P-E-C-K-E, yeah, I know, became famous enough to take a politician and film star to his usual clientele of farmers. Alright? Manuel or Donis and Golo, the New York Review of Books, January 14, 2021. Okay, so that must have been some samples of what's in sentences from magazine articles, fiction, and other sources that may or may not be fictional, the last part. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So we'll say allegedly. Okay, so world history, word history, so we're going to go over this etymology again to get back on track. Middle English warlogi. God damn it, I can't say it. I'm so fucking dry. War, L O G H E, from Old English warloga, one that breaks faith, devil from war faith, tro plus loga, from Lykian to lie, akin to Old English war true, more at very like. Okay. First known use. On. First use, 14th century, in the meaning defined at sense one, so to say. Time traveler. Oh, one, okay, hold on. Here we go. 
All right, all right. My apologies for the late, well, well, my late entrance. Uh, I was, I must have been kicking it in the vortex for Harry Potter. I guess, you know, it took me a while to get back here. So, um, where are you? Well, my apologies for interrupting. Um, to let you know, I be. I was just finishing up. Let me just finish up, and then we can get back. Okay. So basically, I'm on the first first known use of the word as a 14th century in the meaning defined at one sentence according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Time traveler, the post, and wherever she got this from, or whoever. First known use of warlock was the 14th century. Okay. Yeah. So basically, that's. Okay. Um. No, I think my. I think I got some one part of my um academic journal about this crazy magic and energy and how we can be able to use it, not use it in regards to just manifesting it straight out the blue because energy and matter is just is it can't just be created out of thin air. You know, it's about how our knowledge of being able to manifest or imagine what we're trying to achieve. You know, to create it, visualize it. You know manifest it and actually apply it to interact and you know show results or some type of reaction or some type of trace or indicator that has been there you know doing so this shows like supposedly the mastery of somebody using energy you know you got people that can um punch a brick or bend their body or just sit in a bubbling uh, a bubbling tub of um oil and water but is that would would that be ever be compared to somebody being able to make a dream come true and their mastery of it? Um, I mean I'm sure there are practitioners who do use water in their magic a lot, which is true, so probably, possibly. You know, because energy does have a lot of energy. It does hold, according to some people, memory. So it would make sense. You know, the four elements plus, you know, the five elements plus, plus spirit, depending who you talk to. So, yeah, I think I'm following at least most of what you're saying. I mean, it makes sense if that, you know, if that helps. Right, because um, the one thing that's kind of hard, because um, not just energy, but there's many other things to which kind of, we're not really there to grasp the concept. We can try to understand it. But to literally bring it into a physical or a um a manifestation of a physical mass or a physical state of matter, you know, that's the real issue. And I guess a lot of people like to focus on who did it better, who did it with more preciseness, who did it more who did it with less, like who showed true mastery of it. I think this probably really goes down to um understanding what we truly don't know it like what don't knowing and what's unknown is about you know we start you know learning about things that we shouldn't be trying to learn or trying to get to the understanding of fundamental laws that man wasn't supposed to know about or intertwined with you know because i believe there's certain things that is a should have been a universal law like time travel. Nobody knows the consequences of time travel, and nobody knows if you time, uh, 
travel back in time through electronics or through a spell. And if there's a consequence to it because of the fact of the mastery of this and if it should be dictated by, you know, recognition. I think the only great wizard or male, like, witch I've ever heard of was Merlin. It's probably the only one I've ever heard of. And Grandolf, but Merlin was supposed to have been there with King Arthur was coming around. And King Arthur was why we got the Crusades, the Saints, the um on the round table. You, this is around the time where it's supposedly these mythological creatures died or this type of error of some collection, maybe or some belief, really can say that this is where this word or this idea of what we're talking about today and trying to use critical thinking before you know having to accept that man it's just water you just gotta move it <laughs> okay um okay i think that was you who put, i didn't mute you so hopefully you muted you because i don't want you to think i muted you oh no 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 i did i did i shut up you know oh, I did. Oh, no no it's okay i just wanted to make sure i didn't do it because that happened once before i'm like i hope no one think i did that to them um, okay, so, yes, I see what you're saying, and a lot of it I can understand. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't necessarily always think of it that way, but sometimes I do in varying degrees. So, I guess, in short, I put it like, let me just make it simple, because I think I'm making this overly complicated, and I tend to do that all too well. Bottom line... I think there's a lot all people can learn. I don't know everything. I am still learning. I am still growing. I am not proud of this or ashamed of it. I've made mistakes magically. I've made mistakes as a person. I'll probably make more. I like to think I've learned from it, but all I can do is do my best. So I guess the only way I can relate to what you're saying, which is actually really deep, is that there's still so much to learn. And... Whether it's going through time hypothetically, allegedly, or not, there's still one can learn from other people's mistakes and your own. So I'll say it like that, if that makes sense. Not to get too nutty, but there you go. Um, not nutty at all. I'm talking about myself. Um, the thing about it is, is to be able to try to get the understanding of something without the help of another set of eyes. It's gonna be nearly like uh, subjective, right? So that's why, I like, being able to converse, like, when you understand how witches supposedly and warlocks, what's the difference between them? And I mean, if you choose to do it by looking power scales, or if you just chose to do it by simple Venn diagrams, you know, and you understand what's the similarities, what's the core similarities that they need to share. You know I mean, and other than that, the semantics, right? right. So. One thing I had to learn was, well, it's not a witch or a warlock that's hard for us to prove. It's hard for us to prove when there was a witch and a warlock, you know. And I, I'm not sure if you know if I can, if you share the same um reference, Merlin. If you ever heard of somebody named Merlin, I might be crazy. I might be crazy. I mean, I've heard of the King Arthur stuff. I don't really. I'm not really a follower of it, honestly. Uh, Me either. Fair. And that's not against it, but it's just not my thing. But again, 
not to repeat myself, because I seem to have a habit of doing that, most male practitioners, if I can talk, that'd be nice, don't really call themselves warlocks. Some do, and that's cool. So in most instances, there's not really much of a difference in that regard. Not to be a broken record, I just want to make sure I went back to that a little bit. But, I also get where you're coming from as well. I don't want you to think I'm being rude, I just want to say that also. But I kind of see where you're coming from other than that. I mean, at least I think I am, at least from my vantage point, both if I really am understanding what you're saying, but at least it makes sense, if that helps. Okay. Yes, sir. yeah. yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, it helped a lot, you know, and I'm kind of glad to which, you know, we're able to find somebody that can be able to understand, like, it's not really about the definitional thing, because when you look at things for what it is, you know, that's not where the issue is at, it's where you get society to accept this, you know, and I just want society to be able to understand this, everybody, it's very simple, unicorns, if you look at it logically, not magically, if you take all the magic from wizards, unicorns, dragons, and you just try to make sense of them. Unicorns make sense. You got, and I'm going to come back here, or unless I can do this in 35 seconds, right? You got a whale that's, that lives in the Arctic coast, the Arctic regions of the ocean, with a horn sticking out of the middle of his face. That's a narwhal, or a marwhal. You have a ram, that's a mountain goat, that has two horns sticking out of the middle of his face. You have a warthog. A pig, wild pig that has two horns, aka tusk, but that's for the people that want to get too technical, right? An elephant, all these creatures with a horn, but a horse with a horn sticking out of his face is not believable. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, from a, oh, oh, but we have another call. Okay, um, hopefully he'll come back. But yes, I, I get your point on that. At least for sure on that one. If I can stop echoing, that would be nice. But anyway, so in the meantime, we're going to continue. So basically, the basic definition at the conclusion of all that, at least from the dictionary, is that a man who practices witchcraft, sorcerer, wizard, depending how you want to look at that. Okay, so now that we went over all that, and after that lovely discussion with our guest, love it. Now, I want to piggyback a wee bit on, on what the gentleman was saying. Now, honestly, it doesn't necessarily matter what men call themselves. If Ultimately, in my opinion, if you're a magic user, you're a magic user. Female, male, it doesn't matter. However, if someone is called to use the term warlock, in my opinion, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not, because there is debate on it, and I understand why there's debate. Most male magic users or practitioners, whatever, I prefer magic users, but don't use the term warlock. Because they do go by, it means traitor, it means blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. But as we've read from some of the definition or dictionary or Wikipedia meaning, it means different things. Not all good, not all bad. It really does depend who you talk to. And there's a few, I think... A few people in the community who do use the term warlock, actually. Oh, I think, and don't quote me on this, Orion Fox, I think, does. And then there's Christian Day, who does also. I don't know them personally, per se, but I think I've 
ask them questions on it a few times with one or both of them. The other one's a little mad at me, or for whatever reason, not that I did anything wrong intentionally, but that doesn't mean I didn't do anything. So that's neither here nor there. Respectfully, they have a right to their feelings. But the other one, I think, was definitely very kind and, and answered my question once. And it made sense from his vantage point, at least to me, why he calls himself a warlock. And it wasn't him role-playing, as far as I could tell. I'm going to say, no. Either one of them, really, I, I don't know. But they're, but they're strong convictions, they're strong reasons, basically, led him to that. And so, for people, and I think it may be for some of them, because they want to make that distinction between male practitioners using magic and versus female. They wanted to have their own identity. Basically is what I'm understanding. And that's just the one that makes the most sense to you. Especially, at least from their vantage point, there's debatable meanings and debatable reasons to call themselves that. And that's just from Bewitched, by the way. Let me throw that out there real quick and we're moving on. You know, because back in the day, most people would consider a male witch to be a warlock. Cool. Some people have that viewpoint. My mother did. This other heifer I knew 20-something years ago said the same thing. I didn't like it from her. But she's neither here nor there. And plus, I forgot her name. Okay, that's not really true. I just won't mention her name now because I don't have her consent. No. But moving on. And I know some and a lot of people in the community, right? I'm not going to say they're wrong. I'm going to say it's still their vantage point. Have a huge issue of some... Males do call themselves warlocks today. Again. My apologies, I had to stop and take a breath because I felt like I was going a mile a minute. Okay, so what I was basically saying is this. I understand why most people in the community, by the way, witches and or Wiccans, because not every witch is Wiccan and not and all, most most Wiccans are Wiccans, supposedly, at least based on what I understand. I'm sure people disagree with me on that, and that's fine. Maybe they're right. However, most have seem to have this huge chip on their shoulder if a male calls themselves a warlock or a wizard, or a sorcerer, which we will address the other two briefly. Even though me and the other, me and Joshua, or Dane, who call them, I actually had a lovely discussion, as you all hear, which kept it lively. Thank you. Again, here's my thing. Because I, I asked, certainly both, I think, but definitely one, you know, why they call themselves warlock, like I've been said, right? Okay. Their answer seems to make sense. I'm really paraphrasing because their answer is a lot more deep and I don't have it on me and I'd really rather not read what they say because I don't have their permission or consent. But basically how I understand it in a nutshell is that they're making that difference because they are male and they want something that corresponds and goes with their masculinity or that they're male. And even though they do practice witchcraft, they're still, to them, not better, not worse, definitely, but different. 
and act differently. A term that works for them better is basically what I understand. It's a lot deeper than that, but I'm really paraphrasing it because, again, I can't, I'm not going to go read their email because I don't have their permission or consent. So I'm going to paraphrase it. And I think that's how it is for most males. For me, not so much. It never felt right, even when mother said it, to call me a warlock. Never felt right from that heifer, I shouldn't call her a heifer, but that woman that I talked to 27 years ago. It didn't feel right to me. Long before the debate and the witchcraft and blah, blah, blah. It just didn't feel right for me. However, I am going to ask someone before I go all huffy on it. You know, no, it's witch or wicked or whatever. I'm going to say, why don't you ask them? What, what, why are they calling themselves that? I hate that. But yes, usually if you talk to someone more times, in my opinion, it could be a little more, a little less, depending on who you talk to, it's going to make sense at least why they call why it's warlock instead of witch for them. You don't have to agree. And I'm not called to do it, so I'm not going to change that. But sometimes men need to have their own space. And warlock sometimes is their own space. Ultimately, it really shouldn't matter too, too much. Because it's the magic inside you, which I went over. In my opinion, yes, I do think magic, the spiritual energy, the magical energy, the energy of it, whatever, can be inherited. In my opinion, and my personal gnosis, allegedly. See, that's when I put that, put that in. In my opinion. Everyone else gets to have an opinion. Why can't I have it? Anyway. But. And that and that doesn't necessarily matter. In most instances. What you call yourself. Hell, you can call yourself a peanut butter jelly sandwich for all I care. Yes, I know what I said to the caller. Lovely of you. And I still stand by that to an extent. But clearly some men feel differently. And that should be respected. To me. Ultimately, you're a magic user. What call yourself, and the gift that you're inheriting, in my opinion, allegedly, or you're, that you're the beginning of, allegedly, in my opinion, my personal gnosis. Take what I'm saying with a, with a pinch of salt. Anyway, now that I've said that again. Now that being said, some people who are men want to be called sorcerers. Hell, some women want to be called sorcerers instead of witch. Let's respect that. Let's educate ourselves. Let's ask questions. Why? Now, some of them may be role players. I don't know. I don't got time to go Examine that with a fine-tooth comb with my magnifying glass. Like, why do you do that? No. But am I going to ask you at least, hey, why? I want, I generally want to learn. And and in some instances, sorcery is not necessarily 100% the same as witchcraft, or at least depending how you want to look at it. Like Sorceress Tagliastro, for example. I don't know her, by the way. But she's been on a few podcasts and that I've listened to, and I just loved her. Now, we don't practice the same type of thing whatsoever. But I find her fascinating, and I actually do want to read a book of hers one day. They're a little bit pricey, but knowing the knowledge she's learned and what she's went through, I actually respect that it's pricey. It's not that pricey, though. Let's be honest. You know, I'm cheap. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. But that's not her fault. But I actually do, I think I do need to pony up some money and read one of her books. Anywho, that ain't the point of the story. So it is sorcery for her. And I respect that. It's like I'm sure it'll be for a male sor- or a sorcerer. Cool. You know, and if someone who says they're a wizard, they probably are practicing wizardry. Wizard- wizardry. You get what I'm saying. Like, I think when I say it, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Oberon Zell. I don't know much about him necessarily, other than he's married to Morning Glory. He's 
because they're polyamorous. They talk on polyamorous. So that may be a little bit why I know who he is a little bit more. But I don't know that much about him. And I think he's written books on wizardry. And he has a school on wizardry, which is awesome. I might have to go there one day, maybe, or at least read up about it, if nothing else. Anyway, shameless plug for him. I digress, is the point I'm saying. Bottom line, the point of this show today, or at least one of the points of the show is, let's be serious. Most males are not, today, are not called to being called warlock for the reasons that aren't the greatest, meaning some would consider them liars, betrayers, and all that. Okay. But obviously, in other... But again... But, but again, there's obviously other definitions that are just simple, a male practitioner of witchcraft. So it does depend who you talk to. Content matters, is the point I'm trying to get to, y'all. Oh, why am I yelling at you? No one did anything. <laughs> I got issues. But, but again, ask questions. Take what I'm saying with a box of salt or grain of salt. That's absolutely fine. You should. And again, there is a good cause why most would disagree with me. That's fine. I'm not really here to change anyone's mind, necessarily. But to broaden and to ask questions. Respectfully. You don't have to agree with the person after they answer your question, but at least respect why they are warlocks, why they are wizards, why they are sorcerers, or conjurers. The conjuring technically is another system of magic, which I really know very little about, and I might have to do some research on that, and then we'll have to do a show on that. But, you can't take what they're saying with a box of salt or a grain of salt, but you can do it respectfully. And, listen, are warlocks and witches that much different who use the term? Not necessarily, because at the end of the day, they're using witchcraft, but yet in some ways, maybe they are? It depends who you ask. Now, someone will probably disagree with me on that, and that's okay, because that may be true for them. I'm really being real general and real vague, which is kind of why I'm trying to repeat myself more than I should, and I apologize to you for that. But my bottom line is this. And I'm going to speak in I statement for a second. Once again, I am not a warlock. I'm real offensive here. I am a witch, in this case. Male or otherwise, I just say witch. But, even shaman or shamanist, there you go, they have the differentiation terms. In some cases, maybe not so much. Now, I don't know. Depends who you talk to. And that doesn't seem to be an issue. So things change, things go, things come back, things go away again. You get the idea. While I am not called to being called a warlock, and it felt always weird to me, nothing against my mother, and even nothing against that heifer. I shouldn't call her that. It wasn't for me. But it is for some males. It may be a small group of males who want to be called warlocks, but that should be respected. Even if you don't agree with it, ask questions. Ask questions. It's my point. There's also males who are sorcerers. Respect that. Don't have to like it, but respect it. Wizards. Wizardry and witchcraft may not be that similar, but they may be. I don't know. I know very little about real-life wizardry, to be fair. Maybe I have to do a show on that, maybe not. But not every term fits with everybody. Just like, I am a shifter. I don't like the term other kin. Can't stand it. Hate it. Now, if you say hybrid or other, or even other kindred, I'd probably be great with it. It wouldn't necessarily 100% fit me. 
pet hybrid, definitely. But And we're doing a show on that. We're not doing it today, obviously. But my point is, and most have an issue with that, even though I don't mean physical shape-shifting. Oh, my God. If I have to keep explaining that to people, I'm going to be annoyed. But there are other shifters like me out there. Well, not like me, but... Again, ask questions. Don't assume is the point I really want to make with this show, in closing. Because I think I'm kind of blah, blah, blah on you now. But my, but my ultimate point is this. You don't have to change your mind. I'm not here to do that. I just want you to understand that there are some males who are warlocks and who don't like the term witch, and please respect that. I'm not called to it whatsoever. It actually doesn't feel right to me. But it feels right to them. And that's all I'm going to say. And ultimately, it, depending how you want to look at it, witches, warlocks, they are practicing witchcraft. But then again, it may even be different with that. So it depends who you talk to. This is my ultimate point. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Because it always bothers me when people just automatically talk down to people and say, ah, they're just role-playing out. Are they an oathbreaker or a betrayer? I'm like, yes, that's what one definition means. But another one means something else. Just like some definitions of witchcraft aren't that nice either, and we forget that. Yeah, let's not forget. Witch wasn't always used as a nice term. Hello? And still isn't in some cases. Hello? Yeah, it's become more popular. It's become more tame. But that doesn't mean shit in some people's minds. So, let's try to remember that, okay? Which, is, which isn't even always a nice word or nice term to use. So, anyway. The ultimate, really closing this time, is respect and asking questions. You don't have to agree. Take it with a box of salt. That's cool. But respect. And on that note, we are done. Because I'm, I'm not saying anything new. So, shout out to all the witches and all the warlocks. In real life, let's all learn to work together or at least not be disrespectful and call it a day. And thank you for everyone who is non-witch or whatever you are or not whatever you are. Thank you for your time, and I respect everyone's view. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show, please go to my Venmo at W-I-C-T-H slash D-E-F-O-X-S-E. F-O-X-A slash E-E-A-R-S-A. Thank you so much for your time. Much love to everybody. Appreciate you.